What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me as always is little brother Jace. How you doing? Hello! How's it? I'm doing good. Cooling. Chief, what's going on with you? Hey, everybody. Good deal. Jay King, what's up with you, man? Cooling, man. Enjoying it, man. Hope everybody out there is having a good, good Wednesday, good week, and all that good stuff. Good deal. Chief, you had an idea for a show topic for us. Enlighten the masses on what that was. I was saying uh, best movie moments. So uh, that part when you're watching a movie and that part comes on, that gives you that that, that chill, like, oh. And I was saying, I was I, I sent out a test just asking. I was watching um, uh, best movie moments on... Uh, Best fight moments on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and that Doc uh, Holiday scene came up in uh, Tombstone, where Doc came out the tree line, and uh, my man thought he was talking to uh, Wyatt Earp. He was like, "I didn't think you show." He's like, "I'll be your Huckleberry," and then he stepped out of the shadows, and it was Doc. And I remember, you know, looking like, "Oh, you know, it was about to be on." So it just, I just shot the text, and I was like, "Yo, what were some of your greatest movie moments that that?" That gave you that feeling, that excitement while you're watching the movie. Like excitement in the movie. So uh Perfect. trying to get out, trying to hear what you guys say about that. So let's keep this fun so we don't all go at once with our list. So we'll share one and then we'll go to the next person and then keep going until we run out of uh let's say up to ten. All right. Jace, why don't you go first with your first one? Okay. So, I, I think after the NCAA tournament's been over, uh, I still don't know you don't turn to TNT every Friday night or TBS every Friday night. And I'm like, oh, there's, there's, there's movies on again. But the good thing is, the movie that was on is Wonder Woman. And as Chief said a couple of weeks ago, when Wonder Woman's on, you actually keep watching it because it's a great movie. And the best moment of that is when they're in like uh, my favorite moment of Wonder Woman is when they're in the trenches and it's getting all heavy and she's like no why don't we help you it's like the drama is there and then she's like we can't do anything and then Wonder Woman comes up I'm the help and then she comes out throws the cape off hits the shield and just starts blocking bullets I'm like go ahead Wonder Woman and it's like that is my favorite by far my favorite moment in that movie so that's my my great movie moment number one okay Mine, continuing the superhero theme, is what I was waiting on since uh, 2015 when Josh Whedon decided to tease us with it. But it meant more because it was so long delayed when Cap is standing facing off with Thanos and his entire army. And he's just like, all right, whatever. I got this. And then everybody starts porting in and it's like, (gasps) and I'm nudging Jace because I know what has to happen next. I've been waiting for this moment. And it's like, now it's finally here. Jace's side is sore because I've been elbowing him so much through this movie. And then when Cap goes and gives that look, Avengers! Symbols. Yes! That was it. So absolutely one of my favorites. And I know that's that's the recency bias, but that one was just, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. And it delivered and it was an awesome, epic finale. So that that's my first one. Jay King, what you got, sir? 
Oh, my first one, man. Little known movie. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. The Last Dragon. Uh, Bruce Leroy has a uh, against the uh, villain show of the movie. Show enough. Who's the master? Show enough was kicking Leroy's ass from pillar to post, and they talked about the glow throughout the movie, and to have you had to be like the master, right? And showing up had to glow. He was glowing red and making his faces and doing all that. You know, I was like, oh man, Bruce Lee was going to get killed unless he has the glow. And he didn't have the glow until he started dipping his head. Showing up was dipping his head in the water. He's beating him, talking trash to him. And then he goes to his little flashback minute montage. And now he realizes he has the glow and he comes up glowing orange. And I think they was playing the You Are the Last Dragon, not the Willie Hutch joint. The, when you have the glow, when you know the glow. Not that one. They were playing the You Are the Last Dragon. He came up out that water. He was like, faster. And he starts glowing uh, 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 crush orange. <laughs> he was glowing crush soda orange. He started whooping up on uh, show enough. That was mine. That's my first one. Right. I, as a little dude, I was in the theater. Geek. I was like, yeah, Bruce Leroy. Curl and learn kung fu. So that's my first one. Chief, what you got next? I guess uh, if we're gonna go way back, because I'm dragging the, the, the last dragon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. I do watch that sometimes. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I probably talked about this before, but it was a great movie moment. Damn, Rodimus Prime. When you grab that Matrix, the leadership of Matrix, and that joint popped open, and you heard Rodimus's voice, arise, arise and fight. You got the power. You got the power. Then he just grew. Man, I remember being that joint. Like, oh, oh, pick my man up and threw him through the wall of uh, Unicron. Man, it was a beautiful scene, man. That song. Sometimes I just, whenever I hear that song. That's the movie I don't even, you know, that's the movie I, I, I go right to, man. Uh, you know, not even Boogie Nights. I go straight to uh, the Transformers, man. So that that joint right there, man, I'm telling you. Powerful scene. One of the greatest scenes ever, man. Cartoon movie, whatever. That, that leader of Matrix scene with Rodimus Prime. Jace, I'm going to cut the line because I'm going to continue with the love of Transformers the movie. But my scene does not involve that punk hot rod. It is when Megatron must be stopped no matter the cost. And that Joker transforms and he's like, I'm wiping out all these Decepticons. And Optimus Prime is just going to rampage. And he goes, once you'll stand, once you'll fall. And Megatron's like, well, I throw away your life so recklessly. I'm going run through the whole dialogue. But I won't that was an amazing fight. Those commercials were like, will Optimus Prime die? And I'm like, he better not. But I was so hyped from the commercials and then actually seeing that in the movies, I was so geeked out. Every time I watched that, I'm still geeked out. And then I'm like, all right, Prime's dead. I guess I can keep watching the rest. But man, that first part up until Unicron, Transformers, Megatron, and Galvatron, like some of the best in movie, moviness, movie cinema, period for me. Go ahead, Javon. Can we have an honorable mention for Galvatron turning Starscream into dust? Absolutely. Oh, gosh, yes. That, that movie <laughs> that is just fantastic. full of memorable moments. When Spike goes, oh, oh. 
It didn't even did it. It's like, oh, he cussed. Just Transformers. They're going hard. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and we were like, wait, they cussed in Transformers. Oh. Shh. Maybe the adults didn't notice. Maybe they didn't hear it. So, yeah, that was that was another movie moment. All right, Jace, I cut the line. Go for it. Well, that's that's an appropriate cut. Uh, I'm actually going to take it a little different. One of my fa- another one of my favorite movie moments is from The Godfather Part 1. Nice. Where, where everything, Kay's like, hey, I just want to know, you know? Is, is you know, did you do this? Okay, you're allowed to ask me about my business one time. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. And then she walks out like, oh, I'm, everything's hunky-dory. And then she just sees the line of the rest of the family give Michael his his, his due. They're like, Godfrey. And Kay's like, you just lied to me right to my face. And I'm just going to have to eat this one. Because, I mean, the door just closing. It's like, I mean, now, ah, gosh, what was the guy's uh, Neary? closes the door like we're done here <laughs> it's like no one else is like it was just like whoa <laughs> it's like that was like one of those super cool scenes it's like oh wow this dude is he's in there's no more michael colion the war hero this is the dude who's now ready the colion family and he's ruthless and it was just like oh wow what a change so that was that was a great moment all right you stole mine but that was definitely on my list but i'm gonna go to the next one part two where everything's done and michael's having that flashback of his family and half of them are dead now and killed off and then it cuts to him on the lawn where he's just like what the heck have i done what kind of person am i now and the leaves are just fluttering and just and they do that long close in on michael and he's just like yeah i've done all this and i do it again because i'm the godfather I love that. That's like one of my favorite endings because it's music and everything. It's just like, because we're asked to envision what Michael's thinking at that moment where most movies will spill it out for us, spell it out. This one is just like, dude, what's going through his head right now? So yeah. All right. Hmm. Jay King, what you got next? Oh man. July 3rd weekend, 1991, Terminator 2 at Rivertown. Uh, (laughs) Movie bleak for Sarah and John and T-1000's got him in his crosshairs and he's sharpening up blades. He's like, I got you now. you man. Nothing you can do. And you see T-100 pull whatever it was that steel thick beam out of his chest. One arm, one or whatever and crawling his way to save his people. And it's a machine. He has no emotion but that was an emotional scene. Comes up that gear Got that thing. Wow. See my man's head hanging. <laughs> and the rest of his body standing there and he goes into that um that, that melted steel. Man, that was a hell of a scene, hell of a movie. Chief, what you got next? What's next for us? Superman one. Lois has just been crushed in the car, right? And my man let out that yell that could be heard over Earth. And then it flew up and just started. And I remember the feeling I got watching this dude reverse, (laughs) reverse the spin of the Earth and started flowing the other way, man. And it was just, you know, I mean, what was that? 80, 81, 82? 78. 78. So I remember watching that, man. And. 
I, I mean, I was just so amazed, man, just watching them fly around the earth in, in, in you know, 20 times a second, just. And then, uh, you know, after he, you know, he completed this thing, went back around and flew back. It was just, a, it was just a great scene, man. Um, you know, it was one of those scenes, man, that, you know, when I left the joint, that's the scene I remember the most. My man flying around the earth, uh, great one of those joints that gave you chills like oh man you, you didn't realize to that point just how powerful this dude was like you know what i mean like you've seen him do some stuff but because in your mind you know when he flew after them rockets he didn't you know he wasn't flying that fast motivation got him there Right, right. You know, what I mean? like, you know, I, you know, I guess you gotta uh, fly a certain speed within the Earth's atmosphere. Can you know you can burn up the people or whatever? But I, you know, then I just you know, so that scene right there, man, was a fantastic scene, man. Cool, Jace, what you got, bro? Shot. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying that same franchise with the same actor. Uh, my favorite scene, uh, one of my most memorable scenes in movie history, I think was. Uh, Superman, after he gets his power in Superman 2, after losing it, going back to the diner and literally... Petty like, Clark. Petty Clark is the best. I, I, man of else in the world, I can do anything, yeah. but I'm petty. <laughs> like, you embarrass the hell out of me. I'm going to come up there and just embarrass you in your little small town of nowhere Alaska <laughs> and literally just put you on the table and throw you into the video game and give some money just like, oh, I've been working out. And it was just like, after saving the planet, you know, the Krypton, <laughs> evil Kryptonians are done. He's still got to be like, nah, I'm, I'm not letting this one slide because I am that petty. <laughs> I love that. It's probably way too much of me. But yes, that is one of my favorite moments. No, that, that's one of the best. And then they follow that up in Man of Steel where he just totally trashed his old, the, the dudes, <laughs> tractor truck, and just jams it up in the light post. Like, yeah, Clark. <laughs> Here's your tip. Oh, man, that was good stuff. All right, so mine is, my next one is Dark Knight. From the point where where um, Batman has Joker hanging because he, he's falling off and he's he's got him. And he's explaining to him, I didn't care about you. I cared about Harvey Dent because I knew what that would do to you. And then we go to the rooftop scene, which is one of my favorite movie moments ever, where Harvey is just, Lied to him, Jordan. Or lied to him, Jim. Tell lie to her, Jim. Tell her it's gonna be okay. Lie like I did. And it's like, oh man, you can feel that tension, that hurt. And he's like, You think I want to escape this? Nah. So that was epic. The whole buildup from Joker's conversation where he's like, Gotcha, to Harvey falling off and then unfortunately dying. Cause and the soundtrack it. really helps that too. That that oh, sound absolutely. is perfect during that point. Yeah. It's like it's it's that like oh yeah okay it's real jay king what you got next homie man next up what's love got to do with it um angela bassett and Lawrence fishburne fantastic movie i think y'all probably know what i'm getting at here uh after we when they were singing animate huh (laughs) after we watched um and head split open by um for the half the movie or more than half the movie him being a world-class bastard that he was when she finally stood up for herself and kicked him in his boys and said that's all you got 
and proceeded to whoop on his ass in that limousine. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, it was sad to watch her beating, getting out of that limo, and them making that walk through that hotel lobby. But it was well worth it because he was hey, he got it as he got it as much as he gave it. And add to that scene, that whole scene, right? How that played out in that scene when she escapes, she runs out of that hotel and runs across the highway with nothing thing but the marks on her face and goes into that hotel across the way and says, look, I'm Tina Turner. I don't have a dime to give you, but I didn't need a room for the night. And the generosity of the man giving her a place to stay for that night, that that was a, a pretty powerful scene. That whole scene was very powerful. Absolutely. Chief, what's next? All right, I'm, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> Forrest Gump, man. Uh, when Jenny left him that last time and my man was standing in the doorway looking at the bed and uh, you know I, you know, I, I think anybody who's you know, been in love with a woman before and that, that joint has ended I mean you know, you, you know most, most of us aren't going to go somewhere and cry but that, that feeling I remember man and he just started running that was right before the running scene and it's funny because when my father died, I started running. Like, you know what to do with that that emotion. So I found myself running four miles a day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, you know, I would think back to Forrest Gump and I'd be like, yo, you know, that scene, man, you know, if I felt it then, but I truly, truly understood it in a sense, you know what I mean? Twelve years later, so, um, so you it was just it one of those scenes, level. man. Huh? You felt it on that deeper level. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is definitely a powerful scene for me, man. Right there, you know, uh, just that, just that, you know, his face, his emotions, dealing with that loss after, uh, you know. So when I think of Forrest Gump, like that, that scene always gets in my when he's just standing there looking at the bed, like, damn, you know. So, so that's my, that's one of my memories. Cool. Jason. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> my next one is going to be from Revenge of the Sith. And, uh, when, after Anakin and Obi-Wan are having their conversations, like, I brought freedom and justice to my new empire. And it's like the speech, your new empire. It's just like, like, don't make me kill you. It's like, nope, only a Sith deals in absolute. And then we are proceeded. We we are about to be treated to the one of the two best lightsaber scenes in all of Star Wars. Will not be top because some people just hit one hit and no. Oh, so I'm so tired. But the, for the next ten minutes, we are treated to the best bit of lightsaber duels in all of Star Wars. And it's like that was a build up, totally twenty to thirty years in the in the making. That was so worth it. And to get that scene. I mean, like that end end of that movie is just like freaking perfect, and and like and now everybody's like, you know, those movies weren't so bad. It's like, did you watch the daggone movies? <laughs> but that, I mean, anybody's like, if you can't say that was great, and one of the best, if you're a Star Wars fan and don't say that was great, I look at you very questionably. But that is one of my favorite movie moments. Okay, I'm going to lightly piggyback on you, and just go to the end where the fight's over. 
and he's already got the high ground and Anakin is burning away and he's like, I hate you. And Obi-Wan goes, you are my brother. That hits so harder after you watch the Clone Wars and seeing how well they had worked together and how closely and how their fates were fates intentionally used there were so closely linked throughout this whole deal and for it to just end with Anakin ablaze and and Obi-Wan so sad and it's just like you know McGregor nailed that perfectly like you can hear the pain in his voice and then he goes and picks up the lightsaber not knowing what's going to happen with this lightsaber but just like okay I'm going to keep this memento of my best friend my little brother as I walk off to figure out what the heck's going to happen with the rest of the Jedi so that was great um, real fast, Fast and Furious 6, the tag team face-off with Vin Diesel and The Rock against um, Owen Shaw and his big gargantuan, where it's like it is a tag team match and they're doing Legion of Doom finishers to knock out dudes. Great. J. King, what you got, homie? I was going to say, keeping the Star Wars fan, man, um, the end of Rogue One, in that little pod or compartment or whatever it is, and you see that red lightsaber go up, and you first, <sighs> and you see that lightsaber strike, and then I was scared. I was like, oh god, because <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was gonna die. That was it was cool. That's why to me, Rogue One is one of those one of the best movies of the Star Wars franchise, yeah. right? Because they it was a perfect prequel and it captured uh uh, uh it, it made darth vader so much more of a badass to me because vader's to be feared but you really understood why because when that saber strikes in that dark corner of that pod you're like oh god everybody's dead yeah, and they were <laughs> yeah you make no mistake everybody was gonna die so that that just did it for me man that's right I did that's it alright let's see let's do one more round chief what you got one more round one more movie uh let's go something uh something good here and I just you know it's gonna sound weird it's gonna sound hold up this is gonna this is gonna be a movie that none of you ever suspected that because it's not even on my radar has even a good movie it's legally blonde isn't it no no man superman three no superman no, returns superman four i hate it superman three was still a you know i mean if you were superman three was good anyway. don't don't hate on superman three i hey i, I own it back there trust me <laughs> the last the last two minutes of speed racer with Emil Hirsch, hmm. and man, when he's he's you know they're trying to stop him, and he's driving that car, and he's having that flashback, to, and his mom's giving him that speech, um, and you see you know him starting out in his cars, and she's you know he's remembering the joint, and he's you know, and I remember just like you know that feeling that you get, you're like oh you know, and it was just an excellent scene. My man was just shoom 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 getting it, and they were trying to kill him. Uh, that scene right there, man, to me, made that movie halfway decent as far as watching it. Because <laughs> the, the, the last two minutes of the movie were just, you were like, God, eh. you know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't, 
I can't say I hated the movie. I, I it was kind of like it was different. It was you know what I mean. But uh, you know, it's not one of those movies that you you know. I'm a reach for Speed Racer. You know, it's Friday night. You know, um, I don't know. That, you like, made me feel like I should revisit it. Well, kind of like two it. minutes, man. Yeah. Uh, which to me were excellent, man. Have you if seen you it? Have you it if you watch that on a really good. HDTV, yeah. that last scene, the colors are going to pop. I mean, that is like, that's a reference uh, quality Blu-ray. Because that is just, in that, like you said, that last two minutes, when that race is going, it's like, oh, wow. I mean, that's like excellent part. Cool. All right, bro, shot. What you got? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I only had to turn around for two seconds to see uh, my last movie that I would go with. And that is uh, right here, um, Red Hood. Okay. And that uh, last scene with Joker, uh, Red Hood, and Bruce and uh, Batman, where he's like basically giving them the blue. I mean, Red Hood's giving them blues. Like, I thought I was the one thing that would actually make you get rid of this wretched SOB. Like, I was like, he'd gone so far, but you let him kill me, and then. You just let him go, and it was just like the emotion and pain of that. It's like, yeah, that Bruce me. Like I don't want to be like him, but it's like, dude, I felt real hood on that. So that that's one of my last. That's, that is my last great movie movie that I do in this one. All right, I've got lots of options. Um, Twin Matrix, Hangover, Coming to America. I'm gonna go with the quick one in Goldeneye, where James has agent 006. He's like. For London James, no Alex for me. Let's go. Love that part. <laughs> that was a great movie. My favorite Bond movie, period. And yeah, that was a great moment for it. All right, Jay King, wrap us up, homie. Oh man, I'm gonna try to put three in very fast. Number one, bring me Thanos. Was if you were in the theater and you you saw that thunder, that roar was incredible from the crowd. That if you oh, theater. For that man, that role was incredible. <clears throat> that uh, Dark Knight, uh, Dark when Batman makes his reappearance after that long hiatus, and you see they're in that tunnel and it goes dark, and the cop, the cop sells that scene, that whole scene. He says, "Son, you are in for a treat tonight." I was like, "Yeah, that that sold it." Um, and last Iron Man, when he first put on that suit and went over and exacted. Dude, when they started blowing up stuff over in the Ukraine, and you see people crying and babies, you know, destroying hospitals. I wish to God I had Tony Stark's movie magic so I can put on the Iron Man suit and go bring them Putin and out of the town center so they can do what they need to do. Because <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. This, this, this person is bringing this atrocity to these people. I can't sit back. I have the capability to do something, and he did it. And that was just, it was a big scene. That was a great scene uh, to me. So it was a, that's three and what? One that minute? That was good. That was a good time. Well, fellas, it's that magical time of the week. Jace, let's start it off. Who's your nominee for Dummy of the Week? Oh, uh, I'm going to start. My, my, my Dummy of the Week is actually uh, Baker Mayfield um, for saying he felt disrespected after his pathetic performance last year that the Cleveland Browns decided to upgrade him to a far better quarterback who could actually hit wide open wide receivers. Uh, for him to actually think, oh my gosh, they're not gonna give me they're not giving me this magical contract after I sucked it up. I thought I'm better than Matt Stafford. What happened? Yeah, so 
for him thinking he was disrespected for his horrible play, yeah, he's my dummy of the week. Can't argue with that. Um, my well, choice. Bad, Jace. Huh? Huh? Trade him. <laughs> that should let him know where he truly stands. They can't even find a willing trade partner. Even gonna give you a six-round pick for Baker Mayfield. And he and he doesn't have a bum shoulder. No, I mean, it's like, hey, can we offer you a bag of sandwiches plus master? I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield for a six-round pick. Mm, no, nah, I'm good. Sandwiches. <laughs> Subway. E fresh. So my nominee, is, a, my yeah. nominee is the Academy Awards for its ten-year ban on one Will Smith because they've got other people who are way worse on this list who are still chilling as acclaimed active members of the Academy. And I guess Harvey Weinstein didn't do anything on stage. So his actions are okay. Roman Polanski, let's not bring him to the States because of his minor problems. Yeah, but they're still fine to be in the Academy, but we'll, we're going to put you on there and uh, you're on the, you can't watch, you can't be part of the Oscars for 10 years. And I'm thinking that almost is like a benefit. He didn't have to watch the Oscars for a decade. Awesome. So the Academy is my nominee. Chief, how about you? I'm going to have to go with Cuba Gooding Jr., man. You know, this food. Now, you he done played guilty. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't even understand, man. I mean, who the hell goes in to any establishment and just starts rubbing and filling on females? I mean, it, it's... it. <clears throat> I guess being poor and normal, I just never felt... I, I've never felt the need to go in and just, you know what I mean? I, to, to assault, sexually assault a woman, I just, I don't understand. I, I, I don't think I'll ever understand in my mind, getting, getting up to a place in my mind where I think I'm that great that I can do anything that I want whenever I want. Uh, you know, um, hence these Hollywood types. Um, Does this mean he has to give up his just, you know, Huh? Does this mean he has to give up his Oscar too? No, they're gonna. He gets to stay, and he's and he's invited back next year. Oh, okay, cool. But you know, um, but yeah, it's just you know. I, so he's gonna go. You know, he's gonna. I, don't, I mean, probably nothing's gonna happen. Pay a few fines, throw some women some money or whatever. But I just you know, I just yeah, you know, just that that type of behavior, man. That type of thing that you think you can get away with that is just is mind blowing. So I'm, I'm, he's my dummy of the week, man. Like, yo, you, you're, you're a dumbass. Jay King, who you got? Well, I got two. Uh, one, Ben Affleck. Uh, 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 a carnival ride sucks. If it was great, you might look it. <laughs> trying to not say the wrong thing. Here, I was going to say, I, I know this is not going to go well. 
<laughs> like, this is going off the rails, Jason. No Look, way. You, you, you rode this ride before, man. It don't get better. It's not like they added, you know, now it got five loops on it. No. This ride is older. Stop, Javon. Just stop talking. <laughs> ben Affleck. Here's your second one. It's not like it goes in a hyperdrive now. It's, it's the Grizzly. It's, it's the Grizzly. 20 years ago, it's the Grizzly the Grizzly at King's Dominion. Shut up. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. What would you? If, if Live Hoover Files ever makes it to uh, syndication, we're all fired from our jobs. I, just, yeah, I, I can announce what he just said in case it needs to be said. The statements of one Jay King do oh, not reflect Jesus. those of the rest of the <laughs> Files podcast. Fellas, thank you so much for rolling with me as always. Thank y'all out there for watching and listening. This episode of Lost Movie Files has been filed.